Welcome <laughs> to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are bringing new analysis, and I'm pretty sure I opened that with a throat clearer. Yeah, that's Sorry. fine. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going? Welcome back, everybody. My name is Brendan. I'm joined, as always, by Erin Marty. It's good to have you back. Hello, hello. Always great to be here. Always great to talk about the hot topic of The Bachelorette. Which is always Tasha. Um, She's just once again... Once again, Honestly, just a treasure. I love the her. The best part about her being the Bachelorette is now that we have a reason to always talk about her. Because as a contestant and just member of Paradise, she wasn't worth talking about consistently. But now we can talk about mm-hmm. her all the time because she was a lead. I know. And we were such big fans. Like, I think I said something um, the other day on a post about this basically being an unofficial Tasha fan club. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> podcast. I'm okay with that. Because <laughs> we just love her so much. But yeah, she's just a delight. And just seeing the way that she handles everything in this week's episode, with the, from the drama of Bennett and Noah to uh, such a scary but um, sad date with a beloved contestant I know that you you adored. Um, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you guys right. can't see it, but the look on Brennan's face is kind of like, what? Um, and we'll get into it, but someone that you love departed. It was It was hard. It was a rough yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. I figured my thoughts, my thoughts and prayers were with you as he got into the car and drove off into the night. It I was, was like, Brendan's probably going to take this a little hard. Honestly, the best part about this was that he was asked to leave on his own, and he was able to get the full effect of his dismissal and not just, like, paired up with three other people. Yeah, that's true. He was able true. to digest that on its own. But I think that the full effect... And we'll talk about this as the show goes on, but the full effect was written all over his face. Yeah. Complete and total shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even as he asked well. to make sure this was real and not just another joke because they had just done a joke date. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's so sad. But yeah, we'll get okay. into it. We'll, we'll get started. Um, Tasha, we started the episode with Tasha and her suite, and she is joined by breakfast by maybe the best bachelor we've ever had, JoJo Fletcher. Maybe Tasha's Tasha's climbing the charts though. Tasha's climbing the charts, but yeah, JoJo, love her, love her, love her, and I love breakfast. So the fact that they were having breakfast together, I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to be there. I'm gonna be their friend. So uh, she is joined by JoJo. They kind of talk about what's happened so far, and this is kind of where we get. I think I'm I'm really excited for this couple episodes where we have JoJo as the uh, as the host. I really am too. She's got such a great personality. Yes. Um, and I think it it's funny the way that Chris Harrison explained that it was due to some family um, stuff, a.k.a. he's taking his kid to college. Mm-hmm. And the way that the guys were sitting in the living room, it was almost like they were like, wait, are we getting another one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like when she goes in there, like, what? Hey, good to meet you. I know some guys in that room are probably like, if it doesn't work out with Jordan and it doesn't work out with Tasha, we're here. Right. I mean, look, if if you and Jordan break up, like, I'm available. Right, and I'm right. I'm close to your age, so, like, hit me up. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I, as always, am delighted to see JoJo for sure. So. She's great. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, they talk for a few minutes, and then we see Chris walk into the guy's room, and he tells them that normally this is when he would be giving them a day card, but he doesn't have mm-hmm. a day card because he's leaving. And then he introduces JoJo, and these guys are like, she is also super attractive. 
Yeah, they, you could tell they were just like, oh, hello. <laughs> well, are, are you engaged as well? Because <laughs> these things don't really usually work out. So are you available if this right, is a workout with right. her? And then uh, she hands Zach a, she, well, first of all, she talks to Noah and Bennett about what's going on with them. And then they're both like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, okay, whatever. And she's like, I don't have time for you right now. So she just gives she gives Zach the one on one card and then she leaves. I was super excited to see Zach getting his one on one. Yes, I'm just excited it. to learn more about him. Yeah, he deserved it's, it. He he's definitely yeah. shown good so far. Mm-hmm. But uh, he goes to his date and then her and Zach and they're going to go meet a photographer and do a wedding shoot a wedding photo shoot. Which started out really exciting, and then you could see the look on Tasha's face, though. Like, it was yeah. maybe a little overwhelming. This is a classic bachelorette date. Oh, for sure. But also, yeah. like, weird specifically for Tasha. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Could, you, oh, could um, you imagine if we had had Claire do this date? Oh, my God. I would have every second of it, because she'd have been like, it's just so much. She would have cried. Yeah, she would have cried the whole time. She would have talked about all of her hopes and dreams, probably. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, come on. <laughs> but uh, Tasha's really struggling with this. She uh, she shares that she's uh, really struggling and with putting on the dress for the photos. And then, I mean, she's she's worn a wedding dress before, and that one didn't end mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So I think she, yeah, I mean, I would feel weird about it too if I was her. Be like, hey, I put on this dress before and then it didn't end well. So this is kind of like a preview of what could happen again. Yeah, yeah, and I think also just like yeah, she put she put the dress on, didn't end well. It, but she talks about how it's meant something in the past, mm-hmm. you know, to wear that dress, to do yeah. those photos, to wear the dress down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that would that would be hard. You know, to fake like something with someone you're still getting to know, yeah. you know, and then it'd be all, like, it's just, that would be a whirlwind of things. I Which think, is why I don't like, like the date up. to begin with. Like, there's, like, let's not be frivolous with the wedding dress and suits. Yeah. And like, I don't know not, how I feel. Not, I don't, I don't really like that. The dress itself, the, the, the date itself is just forever. Whoever is just stupid. It's just a waste mm-hmm. of yeah, I think it might have been better if they had just done like fake engagement photos, maybe. Yeah. But not the dress, mm-hmm. you know, like not the or not the tux, not the dress, not to pretend like because if it doesn't work out with Zach, or because if something does, um, you know, Zach gets to the final two and then she has to break up with him, whatever. They always have these like weird wedding photos that happen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I I just think that when they force that. It's a little too precious to to play around with. Yeah, they uh, as, as, like you said, as the photos got on, they they started to loosen up more and have a good time. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely for both of them like a weird start. Yeah, yeah, I did really like how Zach was constantly, or not constantly, because I feel like that would be annoying. But he was just checking in on Tasha, mm-hmm. you know, saying yeah. like, "Hey, you know, like when she said, do we have to wear the veil?'" You know, and the guy's like, oh, yes, you know, like putting it on her head and stuff. And Zach is just like, you know, do you, do you want to wear the veil? You know, and then telling yeah. her, you know, I don't want you to do something that you don't want to, they don't want to do. And I thought that was very attentive. Like, that was very kind, which made him even more attractive to me and very likely Tasha. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did a lot of he did a lot of good stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, and that date for sure. But then, I feel like when I'm watching Zach, especially on this one on one, I feel like I'm being wooed by Zach. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, okay. oh my gosh, what is this heart flutter a little bit? Like, what? But they, they finish up with the pictures, and like every outfit that they put on gets progressively more ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But I liked that, though. I liked the shimmery dress that she wore and Zach's kind of gold and, and navy tux yeah. or whatever that was. Um, and I liked the big the big uh, pink dress that Tasha wore as they were jumping on the trampoline. All I wanted to do was jump on a trampoline wearing a big dress. That's <laughs> like when I was watching this. That's a weird I don't even care desire. if I did it by myself. I just want to jump on the trampoline wearing a big tux. Okay. Yeah. Actually, though, real life is calling me real quick. You keep talking. I'm going to go let these dogs out. They're, like, whimpering, and I feel okay, sorry for I will them. talk. So you just keep talking. All right. <laughs> so uh, we we kind of finish up with this dress. The photos are nice, and it's, like we said, it's kind of a weird date in general. But uh, we get back to the evening portion of their date, and Tasha is concerned. She decides that she's going to tell Zach that she's been married, and she lets him know that, hey, I was divorced once, and then he shares that he was divorced too, which is, I wonder if this is, like, I wonder how this just happened out, happened to work out to where they both happened to have, uh, to be divorced, so I thought that was super interesting. Uh, now that Ern Marty is back, we wanted <laughs> to know, hold on, she's still putting on her headphones. Uh, you thought, it, did you think it was interesting that Zach was also divorced, so this is two at least divorced yes i like i had no idea that zach was was divorced so i thought that added a very interesting a very interesting layer to it all um because when he said that i was like oh because when brennan when brennan revealed his he had he told us yeah but he was and and it was like oh he doesn't know that she's also divorced so this date's gonna be great because it's gonna be a reveal and they're gonna have that in common um, and with Zach, it was like he told her, so we were finding out along with her. Yeah, so I thought I was like, wow, this is this is very interesting. Yeah, I, but I, I didn't was... anticipate all his full journey. Yeah, the full though. journey was interesting, and we're gonna get into that because I want to I want to talk about that for a few minutes. He, yeah. uh, he Wait, seems... I just ran down the stairs, guys, and I'm like super winded. <laughs> <laughs> he seems... so if I'm breathing heavily, I'm not dying. <laughs> he seemed until he was like 22 or 23 to just basically have a normal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we were me- we were reminded. We're not reminded, but I remember at this point that he played college baseball. So, oh yeah, he played high school and college baseball, got his degree, went to college, everything. Like he just lived a normal life, and then mm-hmm. he he had a uh, his head started hurting, and then he went to the doctor, and it turned out he had a brain tumor. That is how freaking intense. Yeah, is that? It's weird. Like that is crazy. Um. Like, one day you're feeling, you know, you're just feeling bad. And then you kind of have brain tumor. Gosh. It was. Can't even, but, yeah. It was definitely a lot. So, he had surgery the next day. And he got it removed. So, I mean, clearly it's been a long time. So, clearly it's fine. And mm-hmm. he just went away. Mm-hmm. But he said after that he got married. I wonder what the timeline was after his surgery when he got married. I wonder what mm-hmm. the, the difference was. It sounded like it was, like pretty quick i mean obviously like it was in the middle of all of this stuff because he mentioned being obviously um introduced to painkillers because of his extensive surgery 
So yeah, he, uh, he's going through a lot, and then he gets married. He got into uh, prescription painkillers from the from the surgery, like Armadia said, and then he turned to drugs and alcohol and was partying a lot and mm-hmm. ended up getting divorced from his wife after he got a DUI. Yeah, like he said, she just left him. So, like, yeah. I mean, at that this, point, his like, story as he went on, the more he went on, I think I I was just sitting there like, whoa. Whoa. And it was Whoa. What I thought it was interesting is he's clearly told this story plenty of times mm-hmm. because he just kind of flew through it. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah. yeah, this is all the things that happened in like a couple year period. Yeah. I think that probably comes from because he, he's yeah, an as, addiction as a, specialist, right? Yeah, as a as a, yeah, as a addictions counselor. Yeah. He probably so yeah, he's probably like you said, he's he's probably super used to using it, probably talking, you know, to to groups and stuff. So yeah. yeah. But he uh, he talked about how he uh, stole his dad's check and took it to a bank. And the bank teller, instead of having him arrested, calls his dad and says, mm-hmm. hey, come get your son. He's trying to cash one of your checks. Because that would have looked very different. He wouldn't have been on the show, probably. Oh, he would be in prison. He'd be, yeah, he'd be either, either he'd be in prison or he probably wouldn't be able to come on the show because of having been a convicted felon yeah. or whatever that, mm-hmm. you know crime is yeah yeah because if you're if that's money then that's definitely that's a federal that's not a state crime that's a federal crime Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so that was i wonder i don't remember where he's from but i think it's got to be a small town you would think right for that to be handled like it was like a smaller town maybe i mean maybe or unless it's just somebody who really was like this guy looks like he's in a bad way and needs help and decided I'm just thinking more having access to his dad's number. Uh, well, because the number, it might've been on a check. Yeah. That's true. The check or like his like account information. Yeah. It just, it just feels like a small town move. Yeah. Where is he from again? That's what I was saying. I don't remember. Uh, let me check my photos. I don't, yeah, I don't remember where he's from. Because he kind of has like a, a, an East coast accent. Feel like, but then he might be like he might be like Ryan Gosling, who sounds like he's from Brooklyn, but he's from Canada. Haydenfield, New Jersey. Okay, so it is East Coast. Okay, yeah. That doesn't sound like a city that I've ever heard of. Eh. But I like I love I I I really love stories of redemption, um, and hearing what has happened in his life. And then hearing, as the date goes on, like when he talks about how he believes in miracles and that he is a miracle, I was like, yeah. "That is so incredible." Mm-hmm. I just adored that hearing that from him because he's like this—he gives, you know, he gives off a quiet, sort of aloof, tough guy attitude, who is just like still really attractive. Um, again, slight Ryan Gosling vibes. Doesn't look like him, but his vibe, I yeah. feel like, is Gosling esque. I'm here for it. Very much here for Ryan Gosling. Haydenfield, New Jersey, has around 11,000 people in it and looks like about an hour or so away from Philadelphia. Gotcha. Okay. So a smaller town, 11,000. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm glad that that worked out. I'm glad that there's people in the world like that, though. Yeah. No, that's really good. So that, 
they were able to get him in rehab, and then now he is on the board of directors at that that rehab facility and working with uh, working with their people. So that's really good that he was able to turn his life around. How did you think that Tasha was going to react? How did you think, like, what vibe were you catching from her when she was listening to the story? I think that she's just so polished as a person that unless mm-hmm. it was going to be like, and I I just left rehab to come here, unless it was like a ridiculous turnaround, I think yeah. that she was going to be great about it because she is great. But I didn't. That's, I, I, that's true. If somebody had been like, I got out of rehab and three days later, I was on the plane here quarantining to see you. <laughs> She'd probably be like, uh, we need to to go ahead and ask you to leave. (laughs) So, but yeah, I like, I try to read Tasha's Tasha's date face. Um, when she's listening to their stories, Mm -hmm. I'm always trying to like gauge like where she is in this, you know, she's like, Whoa, that's crazy. Or because with Ivan, I feel like that date flowed so easily that Mm -hmm. they, even though she was really, she still has a lot that she wants to share, you know, and she was kind of, um, it was a hard time for her to express fully how she felt. I felt like that date with Ivan was so genuine and so real, you know, that it, it wasn't hard to read what she was feeling, Agreed. you know? Agreed. Yeah. Um, and I think that with Brendan too, um, I don't know. I think with all of them, she kind of, you said, like you said, she's polished. Mm-hmm. She kind of has this vibe of like, I don't want to come off as judging you. I'm truly listening, you know? So then as a result, I'm like, but what is Tasha really thinking? Right. right. <laughs> like WTF, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that her reaction made, I, I, I think it was genuine. I think that she likes him even more now. I think so too. Yeah. There's definitely a lot to Zach that we're still, we're still learning about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to the house after that portion of the date. Uh, your boy Bennett is continuing to uh, trash Noah at every turn. Young Noah. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then we get a date card. We get a date card for Spencer, Ivan, Ed, Brendan, Riley, Ben, Noah, Bennett, and Damar. Mm-hmm. And that leaves the one-on-one for easy. Yay, easy. Yay, easy. Getting so that, was, that one-on-one date. Uh, good for him. Uh, she, and then we cut back to the date. Because those little date card drop-offs are really just a quick, be like, okay, what happened there? All right, let's get back to the date. Mm-hmm. Did JoJo, did JoJo do the date card? No, it just got dropped off. Oh, that's right. That, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, she, uh, we cut back to the date, her and, uh, Zach are continuing to have a good time. They kind of kiss for a little bit, and then she gives him the rose. And then she turns on a Ferris wheel, and they go get yeah. on a Ferris wheel. Gosh, I want to be on a Ferris wheel so bad right now. Ferris wheels are fun. They are. We have the new one here in SEL. Well, semi-new now. It's been around for a year. I haven't so. been there yet. I haven't been on it. I've been I've been to Union Station and the revamp with the aquarium and everything, but I have not been on the wheel. I have not I been down there for any of it yet, so I need to get down there once yeah. things... It's an experience. Yeah, so Maybe excited. when COVID cool. is over, the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise will be like, let's go to St. Louis. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be neat. I'd enjoy that. I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> Probably not, but it'd be cool. Uh, so then she shares with us that she's falling for Zach. Yeah. Which is the first one I... that she said that about so far. Mm-hmm. I was super excited about this i really was 
I, and just because I, I feel like that is a connection. It's a real connection. Yeah. I don't think this and, will be the, she even, she said herself that she falls for multiple guys this season. So this won't be the first and it's certainly not the last because it's, right. I mean, this is probably the first, but it's certainly not the last. So we'll continue yeah. to keep an eye on that as I'm assuming the other people in our power rankings are the other people she's falling for. I think so too. I think our power rankings are pretty solid. I mean, it's like pretty, out the it's gate, almost, I feel like it's almost pretty obvious so far who she's yeah. really seems to be into. Yeah, I definitely have a top three that I think I've locked in. Yeah, I haven't said about Ben yet, but we'll get to Ben. Okay. Uh, so we cut back and then we get to the next day for the group date. Uh, they walk into a room where someone is painting a naked couple, and a lot of the guys think that they're gonna get nude again. Uh-huh. I think oh my, my gosh. It's so funny when Blake when was Blake like, was like, I'm gonna be naked again. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna be naked for a third time. <laughs> and they're like, You're gonna be sketching these people. We're, they're just like, done. I can sketch right. people as long as I'm not as long as I can keep my clothes on. Gosh. I did think I was like, Oh my gosh, they're gonna be naked again. Like was, this is uh, a lot of a lot of nudity, uh or a lot of a lot of half nudity. For these poor guys yeah. who have been half nude in front of two bachelorettes now. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was I, I thought that was a good a necessary relief for them to not have yes. to, to do that again. So uh they're painting the nick the naked couple. Uh Tasha kicks Damar out of the seat that she's supposed to have. And then Bennett walks up to Noah and says, That's my seat. He goes, okay. And he just like gets Okay. Up. What did you think? What did you think of this? I'm super interested to gauge your, hear your thoughts. I think Bennett's a jerk. <laughs> I love the way you said that. I think that he took advantage of Tasha saying this was her seat to try to trick Noah into thinking that there are assigned seats. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, like, that, that move, that, for me, that was, like, strike one. But at the same time, it is a bold move. It is a bold move to be like, hey, this is my seat. And like young Noah fell for it. <laughs> I don't well, know. Because this is, this is Noah's, what, first grouping that he's actually been on? That he's. Yeah, I think you're right. First, maybe so. second date. Maybe second. I feel like he's been on another one. Was he, in the, was he in the basketball one? The water basketball? I think so. Okay, well, then that wasn't really... Uh, this and this the painting... That and the painting date are very different. Uh-huh. So maybe he didn't know that there weren't assigned seats, and he just assumed... I don't know. Tasha had to sit in a specific place, so everyone had a place that they were supposed to sit. Oh, my gosh. So the way... Like, Bennett just did it with such... Um, Authority. Such conviction. Yeah. Like, such, like, hey, this is, this is my seat. And I, I did feel bad for for Noah, though. Um, he because was bullied. I was like, oh, gosh, you know. And the fact that he would, like, might find out, like, later on, he probably would have said, like, oh, we don't have assigned seats. That guy's just a douche. Yeah. <laughs> or he just realized uh, there's only one seat left, and he goes, okay, well, I guess that's my seat. And he just said that. Right. Man. Uh, they sketch the naked couple. And as you can expect, uh, everyone does a terrible job because they don't seem to be very artsy. 
Right. And Blake. Uh, we'll get to Blake in a second. <laughs> all of Blake. All of Blake. This date. <laughs> after, killed me. After they sketch, they, uh, they're given clay. And they're told to make something out of a clay with a blindfold on. Which, mm-hmm. I don't understand what the purpose of the blindfold was. I think it was just... I, I think it was just like to add a little bit of mystery to it, but also to add something to make it a little harder too, that you're not, you're not looking at what you're, what you're making. So I just don't like, I'm just like, it doesn't add or take away anything. Yeah. What was it supposed to be? Something that had to do with your relationship with Tasha? I don't think so. I think it was just make something on the clay. Oh, I thought it was something that had to do you with her. You made a pizza. I, I know. That's why I was confused. I think it was just like, makes... I think it was just make something. And a lot of guys use it as an opportunity to make something for Tasha. But clearly Blake and Spencer did not use this opportunity properly. Right. Right. Like that's what I was thinking. I thought it was something for Tasha. And I was so confused at the fact that one guy made a pizza, another guy made a penis. <laughs> I don't know what I did like Spencer's pizza. I mean, yeah. I mean this is a great to... date. I'm starting to really like Spencer. Personally. Uh, Spencer's not getting any screen time. So just, I don't, I'm so indifferent guy. to him. So far, he just seems like a fun guy. He's like, I, I really like pizza, so I made a pizza. I'm just like, yeah. You know what, Spencer, make a pizza. <laughs> You're like, yeah, dude, you do you. Make you make that pizza. But those were the two that I was so confused about because I was like, isn't this supposed to be all a part of, you know, I, I thought it was a part of something that was related to Tasia. And I was like, if if Blake, if Blake made that, and I was the bachelorette, I'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> like, no, I think you know, if I remember correctly, I think it was just make something out of clay. Okay, that makes sense, and I feel a little better about it. But it's still like I don't know. But I, I love how Spencer's commentary on Blake was just like, yeah, that makes sense. That's all he talks about. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, it was like, man, oh gosh, on. okay, that's definitely some Blake insight that was different. <laughs> Uh, Noah made breakfast in bed, and yes. Bennett made all of their homes across the world. Oof. Okay, so it's funny that I was just talking every to every time a we of turn mine. around. Bennett seems to be here. He doesn't know how to like show emotion, just express yeah. a need and desire for more money, and to show off his money. Which, okay, that's what, that's what I'm kind of bummed about because I didn't get that vibe from Bennett the first time. Um, you know, we all, like, loved Bennett. Everybody thought that Bennett was so great. But, like, uh, I don't know. It does kind of come off as a little cringy now. Because... Well, like, the things we loved about Bennett were not what Bennett did. It was what other yeah. people said about Bennett. I guess. But I liked who he was. I liked how weird and kind of... Kind of um, awkward. He's seen, not awkward, but like um, quirky. He seemed, but being this like I mean, he, guy. he can be quirky and a jerk, and I think that's kind of what we're learning. That we saw the quirky mm-hmm. side early, and then as this has become more competitive, and as he clearly doesn't want Noah around, then it's mm-hmm. changing to more of a quirky jerk instead of quirky fun. Maybe that's the competitiveness. Yeah. Because without the the when it was just the first group of guys. And before Noah showed up, I think that Bennett was like, he wasn't necessarily competitive, but he also had a good relationship with everybody. Yeah. So it was nice. It was fun. And he could be his quirky self. And now it's like he's quirky and he's kind of condescending. But I thought it was funny because 
I just talked to a friend of mine uh, a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about um, like how we would spend a bunch of money if we won the lottery. And I was saying like, I was like, I would want a home on the East Coast, the West Coast. Maybe I'm home in the mountains, you know? And so when <laughs> Bennett built it, I was like, Bennett just built my lottery, my lottery <laughs> spending. <laughs> he, he didn't get the Paris Chateau though. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is, I will say, I will say. I'm tired of Bennett saying the word chateau now. Yeah, for sure. How a little, you not be? a little bit. How can you not be? A little bit. But oh gosh, though that was a rough one um, when he made that, and Tasha liked it. Tasha liked it, but then because she shaved it, she's bougie too. Yeah, but then when Noah made his call out, then it was kind of like, okay, because he was that. That was the one that he said. Oh, does it spell privilege or can you spell yeah. privilege? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. But see, that that's why I think that that's why I think that Noah is immature. Because why would you say that in front of everybody, in front of Tasha, like after someone's giving the presentation? Like that's not you just being the victim. That's you also stirring the pot. It's not stirring the pot, it's frustration with him. Nah, I think it's definitely stirring the pot. If you want to bring that up in a public square like that, and be like, oh, does it spell okay. privilege? Uh, we move on because I don't want to talk about Ben and Ben anymore at the moment. <laughs> uh, we they make self portraits, and uh, but the person who is the most vulnerable gets more time with Tasha. Yes. So they take some time, and everyone's doing everyone's kind of doing their own thing. Some people are doing like a, a painting, and some people are doing like what Ivan did with like a uh, almost like a creation on top of a canvas. Mm-hmm. So everyone's everyone's becoming super creative and they're doing their own thing here. So yeah, so I, I yeah. really enjoyed this section. Uh, it was super vulnerable. Uh, Ivan he makes uh, puzzle pieces and he talks about how his dad has had a, a heart attack and cancer twice and he's afraid mm-hmm. that he'll never see him have a family. Yeah, that was I I liked his puzzle piece. I thought that that was yeah. nice. And then once again he includes Tasha. And yes, that by which her, that has proven to be a win whenever you include her. To have her come put the puzzle piece in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learn more about Riley, who uh, draws a house with uh, some birds and just says that he all he wants is a relationship with his kid that he never had with his mom. Riley, his story was very heartfelt. Man, the way he delivered it, I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. okay, he really is speaking from the heart. Yeah, so that was really good. Uh, Blake... He uh, draws some birds and shares that he it's the only monogamous bird. One of the few monogamous birds. And yeah, what was it? A, the turtle dove? Yeah, the turtle dove. the turtle dove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I with, liked that. Yeah, he I shares liked that he that. comes from a broken home, so he wanted he yeah. doesn't want that for his for his family. Yeah, and I love that he said that he's willing to wait. Like, it's basically... I feel like Blake is kind of at a place too where it's like, it's probably not you and I, Tasha. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. I think he's Just kind says, of like, I'm setting, here like, to build paradise. a bond. But... He's setting up his paradise call. I think so. I think he's just like, you know, it might not be here, but I'm I'm willing to find but love. Let me, make, you know? let me make sure that I'm a good catch when I leave. Yeah. And I, I like that though. I, I thought that was super vulnerable the way he, the way he talked about that too. So I think that, that's yeah. nice. So that was... That was good. And then uh, Brendan makes a literal self-portrait. And by that, I mean he just put an open picture frame in front of his face. 
I really liked that. I liked it, but it was lazy. It was lazy, but I liked his delivery. Like, if you were going to do something lazy and you're going to be like, here's a frame, but, like, I like the way he had it in the portrait mode, and then he, like, turned Turned it landscape to leave room. Mm -hmm. I did really dig that, and I thought that he's really good with sharing his feelings. He's really good with being sensitive and heartfelt. Yeah. And so that is what comes through. So he didn't need to do anything big. For sure. Uh, is anyone besides Ben? Did you remember what they said? Um, I think that was. Oh, Bennett made the cross stitch. Yeah, of the heart. That's right. Yeah, Bennett made the cross stitch of the heart and said that not everything's perfect. Um, like his life, but... even, even though he went to Harvard, his life hasn't been easy. It's been hard. Yeah, yeah. And then what, what did Noah make? Did we talk about <laughs> did we talk about Noah? I don't think so. What did he mean? I don't think we did. Did we even show did they even show him? They didn't show DeMar hardly at all. I was wondering, too. Yeah, I don't even know what he made on any of these dates. No. That's really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't see what Spencer Spencer did they didn't show what Spencer made either. No. I'm just now like this is just dawning on me. Talking about all of these heartfelt things, and I'm like, wait, what did those guys make? Oh, man. They're getting a bad edit. <laughs> you know, I think they just it probably wasn't worth, it probably wasn't as good as Riley, and it didn't lead into yes. the uh, the Bennett-Noah feud, so it doesn't really, like, they only have two hours to... But but Noah's would have. That's why I'm like, I don't remember seeing... But maybe it just wasn't worth, like, maybe it just, it wasn't part of the feud or anything. It was just, he just made something. Yeah. Because yeah. Bennett's creation was about Noah. Talked about how Noah said he was privileged, and he was. Oh yeah. So I guess like that that mention did get it, get it there. So okay. And like that's, we'll bring this up later. But Bennett said that one person is trying to improve their relationship, and one person just keeps working on the drama. I'm just like, yeah, the person who keeps bringing up the drama, dude, is you. You won't let it. I know. I still. I blame it on both of them. I really do. But you can share. They both have a part to play. But mm-hmm. Bennett just won't drop it. Which I do find funny that Bennett claims that he didn't know that there was beef. We'll get to that, but I, yeah. I'm i like, there's not any way that... Be- Bennett thinks he's so true. smart that he can talk circles around JoJo and Tasha and leave them both thinking that he's the best. Yeah. Mm. And JoJo and that... Tasha both smell out his crap. JoJo definitely yeah. smells out his crap. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I I do I do think so. But so yeah, we unfortunately don't know what the other guys made, but they were all heartfelt gifts. And Tasha, um, clearly moved. Oh, but we didn't talk about Ben. Ben, Ben, uh, he like made something and he like dropped it on the ta- on his desk and left. And he came back in a robe, mm-hmm. and he just drops his robe and says that you have everything physical and not physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that he's self-portrait, can only say so much, like what you see, and there's so much more to him. And he was just like, hey, like I'm willing to give you physically and mentally. And what did you think about this? I think if she had known what she told, what he told her that night beforehand, Uh it would have been more, it would have made more sense. Yeah. 
I think. If, I, if I mean, she I wrote about his body like issues it, beforehand. I think it would have made it more, more significant. Mm-hmm. I think that it, it, it. The approach was there. I liked the approach, um, and I know he was struggling to say his feelings, like he was trying to figure it out and stuff. And so I was, I was worried that he was going to choke, like he was going to say something, and then be like, whatever. Like the time that he was like, I'm going to wait till I'm the, at the end right. of the date, and then get this, you know, get this mm-hmm. time, and then it was that didn't work out um but i liked what he was saying about being completely real and raw and giving all of himself to her um but i was like oh whoa you know (laughs) he just got naked in front of everybody like like you can leave on your underwear bro that's not exactly but but that would have that would have not been as symbolic as completely being nude. Yeah, because I then, did get the symbolism in the fact that he's like, I, no, no hold bar, no, no, no holding back. I get ever. the symbolism, but also you didn't ask Tasha if you could show her your junk in front of everyone else. So maybe, he covered it. He covered it. Yeah, he but, covered but it. The, yes, but there's only so much you can like. Just like what about yes. poor, what about the poor painter lady? She didn't want to see your junk. Yes. She's not dating that's, you. That's true. You leave your underwear on, bro. Have that some lady respect. was probably like, cool, do it. <laughs> Have some respect. <laughs> no, but I like I get what he was I get what he was doing now. I like the symbolism. And then yeah, I, I love the fact that she once that was over and it really moved her. Like she cried about everybody's. It wasn't just Ben that made her cry. Everybody, I wonder what like, I wonder which one was the one that actually made her cry though. It could have been Ben. It could have been Riley. It could have been, yeah. I I think it was. I think it was probably a mixture of all of them. And I think that Ben's probably was just like the icing on the cake. But the fact again, that somebody would be ben like, was... "Hey, this is this is completely me," you know. Um, yeah. And then she's probably like, "I am. I'm dealing with and listening to all of these stories. I'm gonna have to hurt somebody, yeah. but they're all willing to give me parts of them. Mm-hmm. You know, to be honest." Yeah. I think that would be really moving. I probably wouldn't have been able to hold back tears. No, there was definitely a lot, a lot going on. But the way that she like ran out of there and was like, "What did I? What an art day!" Right. <laughs> and like as she's trying to hold it together, like I was like, "Oh, Tisha." Yeah. It was, no, it was um, it was a super emotional date again. Yeah. And uh, yeah. she comes back and she kind of lets the guys know that all of them were super vulnerable, so she can't just pick one. So they're all. I thought that spend, was fair. I thought that was kind. Those, one, it was the one time where I was definitely pro keeping everybody. Yeah, yeah, because that's hard. Like to say, oh well, you were the most vulnerable, so you're going to. I'm going to pick you. That would be almost insulting to say, like, to use these stories as any sort of competition. Yeah, against each other, especially you like know? when you look at just Riley, Blake, Ben. How yeah. are you supposed to pick one of those guys? Right, who shared like that, that like, shared about their family history and like wanting to make it different. Yeah, no, that would be too hard. Um, Agreed. But I love the fact that when she and her giving the opportunity to all of them and more time to all of them, that's when Ben actually got to tell her, you know, yeah. here's a bit more. Because if she had picked one person, then she who knows when she would have learned that about Ben. Right. You know, so that like that added a whole nother layer of connotation to it. 
Agreed. which then I was like, oh, whoa, now it is, it is extremely impactful. Like it already made, it already made a point, but then it was like, mm. wow. Yeah. So. so everyone comes back for the, uh, the night portion. Uh, and Tisha comes back in quite the dress. Sure does. I like that dress. I thought it was a, I thought it was a little much, but like I thought it like I thought it was nice. I thought it was a cute dress. Uh-huh. I'm just like okay, that was it's a lot of Tasha. It's a lot of certain parts of Tasha. The keyhole one, right? The black one. Yeah. The yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked her last two dresses. I like the black one and I like the gray one that she wears um, to later on later on in the in the episode. Yeah, but uh, Riley grabs her first, and. Uh, he kind of talks more about what happened with his family life, and he shared that his parents got divorced when he was young, and he went to live with his dad. And mm-hmm. he believed the bad things that his dad said about his mom. So they never really had much of a relationship. Yeah. That was that was hard. Yeah. I'm glad that he said that they worked things out, though. Now things are perfect. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's really good that that's what, that's what happened. So that's good that he was able to re... re uh, rekindle that relationship with his mom and have a better connection with her again. Mm-hmm. Uh, she then talks to Ivan and Brendan and I mean, the conversations weren't, I don't, I didn't take notes about what they actually said. So it probably wasn't of any. No, I mean, I think Ivan's time was sweet. It was the same. Um, yeah. And then I think Brendan was just a bit of the same too, yeah. you know, just, so they were solidifying their connection. Mm-hmm. They don't have to. I feel like Ivan and Brennan don't really have to work very hard. In they this, already, they this already week. shared their their stuff. Yeah, yeah. They kind of they got ahead of the game with the vulnerability. So yeah, with the, with their with their one on one times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, we cut back to the house really quickly. Easy is getting excited for his date. He says, "Yeah." He says, "I hope you're not scared." And it says, I hope you're not scared about falling in love. And uh, that was really, that was it for his card. And we kind of cut back to the date. Uh, Bennett, did, Bennett and Noah going at it again in, like, the, the guys' area that aren't talking to Tasha. Mm-hmm. So it just continues to go on and on. It's Those annoying. Two. Yeah. And, it's unfortunate. Yeah, for sure. And then we go back to Tasha, and Ben is talking to her, and he shares that he, when he was a teenager, he realized that girls didn't like the fat kid, so then he lost 70 pounds, but he developed bulimia in the process mm-hmm. and had that for 10 years, and then that's how he got into fitness and nutrition. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I just, I love the fact that he got time to share that story. And that, that added, that's not like that. I, I just didn't, I, I guess I didn't think about the fact that Ben would have a hard story. I mean, why would you, you don't think about that about anybody really at face value. I just assume everyone on the show has one. Really? I don't, I don't, I don't go into I it like undercover boss. <laughs> I, I don't go into it like with undercover boss, undercover boss. I'm like that waitress like is dying that way you know that waitress is like I got a kid the, uh, support i assume it's part of the application really like, picture age <laughs> likes and dislikes hard thing that you went through that makes you relatable 
hard story. I guess. Like, I don't you're know. You're super attractive, but do you have something that relates to you to normal people? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But I just didn't think about it with Ben. So when he said what he said, I was like, oh, wow. You know, I think it kind of, it reminded me that these were real people. Yeah. And I think that's why they have sad stories. Because mm-hmm. these are real yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she that kind of ends that portion of the conversation and Tisha comes back and sits down. She thanks Riley and Brendan for opening up. I don't really know what I think Brendan did it because he got he did the self portrait and that's what got him a thank you. Yeah. Uh, she thanks Riley yeah. for uh opening up and telling him about her uh his life and then she gives Ben the group date rose for what he did in their conversation. He deserved it. He yeah, really for did sure. deserve it. She appreciates everyone for being vulnerable, and then she says she's going to get to bo- get to the bottom of the Noah and the Bennett drama. Oof, yeah, and this is where that my, was like, uh, what? And this is where my note says, uh, Bennett's on my last nerve. And that's what your text said too to me. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like I'm done with Bennett. Yeah, he. So he's claiming that he doesn't know. He didn't know that there was beef. He didn't know that there was drama. Um, and I know later on in the episode, he actually said, like, I think I'm just as confused as Tasha is. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> right, just like, no, you're not. Like, you can say what you want about how Noah's handling this, but Bennett keeps making the comments. I, I am disappointed in his comments. Because when he's claiming that he didn't know that there was drama or why this would happen, but yet I'm like, Bennett, there's a whole reason why you guys are, you guys were clearly clearly feuding um, in the middle of the art date in front of Tasha. So you can't just say, oh, I didn't know that there was beef between us. Yeah, I don't. I don't like, know, man. No, don't say that. Call it what it is, but don't say, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know." <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's where my frustration with Bennett started. Is I was like, "Don't lie, don't lie," because don't assume that like that's insulting to our intelligence as viewers, and that's insulting insulting to Tasha's intelligence too. Agreed. No. And remember what JPJ said: Don't insult my intelligence. Derek. I would love to have seen John Paul Jones and Bennett go at it. That would have been a lot of fun. That would have been weird. Because John I Paul Jones like... is smart. So maybe yeah. maybe in a confrontation with Bennett, we would see we would have seen a smarter side of John Paul Jones. I feel like he's like a younger Bennett, a younger, less polished Bennett. What I I heard this on another podcast and I thought it was so correct. John Paul Jones and Bennett are brothers. <laughs> Bennett is the brother that goes to Harvard uh-huh. and lives in the East Coast with his house in the Hamptons. John Paul Jones is the brother that goes to like Pepperdine. Oh. And like yeah. lives in Venice. And he he's like, yeah, I have a good job that pays me a lot of money, but it doesn't define me. What defines me is surfing and fish tacos. And loving my life, living right. it the best. Yeah. Right. So then it's just very different angles, very different directions of the same family. I'm just like, whoa. Okay, I'm loving that. I love what you just threw at me. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> that makes so much freaking sense. 
Yeah, I love it. Dang, you just blew my mind. And that makes so much sense. Like, Tasha, she has a type, and she, like, you know, it makes sense. They're two different people, but they're, like, the same. Yeah. So that's why she's like, you know what, Bennett, though? I like Bennett. Because, like, yeah, of course I like Bennett. <laughs> they're just bougie brothers. Oh, my gosh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. We're going to name this episode, that. Bennett is just JPJ's bougie brother. Dude. Dude, yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad we're on the same. I, I just hope I remember that. <laughs> um, we are going to break here for news and notes. News and notes! News and notes! I was going to say, what, where's our song? <laughs> the look on your face, you're like, excuse me. <laughs> when I say news and notes, you yell out news and notes, news and notes. Right, I don't know. <laughs> I okay. don't know what I was thinking. Um, you shared with me this. The only news and notes we have is that uh, former guest of the show, Trista Ren Sutter, uh, apparently, her husband is struggling with a mystery illness, mm-hmm. and there's not yeah. really a whole lot on that right now. Uh, she earlier, posted earlier it. Earlier in the week that she had posted that everyone's going through something if she doesn't respond to emails. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to be like, you took a month to respond to my email, so we're good. So, and that's probably, in hindsight, because I thought about this, like, I was like, wow, that means she was going through this while she was talking to us about Brian. Or, or... She just didn't care about us, and she just got to us when she got to us. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> but also, she like, was kind s- enough to come on our little show. Slightly selfish note. She could have broke that news here. We would have been there for okay. her. Okay. No, Trista, if you're listening, no, girl. You did not have to tell us. You didn't have to, but you could have. We would have been there for you. But I love the fact that, like, I thought about this. Like, I was like, that means she was going through this while she was talking to us. It took her it took her a bit to answer the email, but we're so grateful that she did. Yes, we very and much enjoyed having she did, her. On. She took the time and she talked to us about Ryan and their lovely life together and how they fell in love. And that's gonna be super emotional while worried about your husband. Because apparently they thought he might have cancer. You know, they've been they've been walking through this journey through one of the hardest years in like, I don't know, history. Right. Twenty twenty yeah. sucks. So we talked to Trista though on on our podcast in 2020 while she's going through this. But um yeah, I I think she shared it on Facebook, I think is where I saw it. Um, and then I saw the article that I sent you because yeah, I was like, What's going on with Trista? I saw her picture of her and Ryan. That yeah, she posted. So that's, uh, that's unfortunate for them. I hope that they were okay. Yeah, yeah. So um we wish them the very best but yeah it looks like it's been it's been a hard a hard season no for sure it's been it's definitely been been rough for for them and it's also been a rough year for a lot of people so we'll be uh Mm -hmm. keeping them in our prayers and if you pray you should also remember them Mm -hmm. uh get back to i think that was the only news and notes i had that's all i had yeah i think that was the that was the biggest thing out of bachelor nation this week um, but, given uh, that it was a holiday, uh, we were coming back from a holiday, so I think that not a whole lot was happening. I did hear on another podcast that they were talking about an article that they read that apparently in the history of Bachelor Nation there's only been two divorces. Really? Which I thought was interesting. Really? Only Who's JP divorcing? and Ashley, and then Chris and Crystal, uh, Goose and Crystal. Oh, okay. Okay. And I don't even care about Goose and Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> So, sorry, not sorry. Like apparently, like that's really interesting. There's only been like so. If you do get married, you stick it out. 
but yeah. chances are you won't get married. You know what? I just thought of there was a couple on the beach, uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my gosh, what was their names? He was on. Oh my gosh, I'm like I'm blanking. He was on Andy's season, I think. It was a couple that they got married on the island, but it wasn't, I don't think it was legal because they got married in Mexico. So it was like, it wasn't, it didn't carry over to the US. Nice. So, and he was in the army. Oh my gosh, what was this? What is, uh, I'm like actively having a brain fart, but I'm trying to tell you guys information. And you guys, you guys probably know out there, Brendan has no idea because this is way before no, his bachelor died. Unless, but if unless you guys it was know a Lee's name, about, I don't know their name. If you guys know who I'm talking about, comment on Twitter. Oh, did we lose our Or name? Instagram and tell me. Wait, can you hear me? You're cutting out, but I hear you. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Okay, yeah, right. you're here. There you are. Um, um, oh, wait, Marcus, Marcus and Lacey. My brain had to just go through it for a second. All right, well, Marcus and Lacey. Marcus and Lacey. <laughs> so they got married, but not legally because they were in Mexico. Yeah, something like that. And then when they got back, like after the show, things just fell apart. And they, I think they like go, somebody ghosted somebody. And it's just weird. Like, it's like they, they're no longer together. But like, I was like, they got married. They were like one of the first couples to get married on the beach. I remember everybody from the past year came back and saw, or they came back, got married on the beach. And then they inspired other people on the beach. They were like, look what they had last year. They fell in love on the island. And now they're here getting married the next year. And apparently, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's unfortunate for them. <laughs> Thanks uh, for sticking it out with me for that terrible storytelling. That you're welcome. To... That took way too long. <laughs> but, uh, whatever. <laughs> we cut back to the episode. Uh, Tasha and Easy are starting their date. Easy arrives where he's supposed to meet Tasha, and then Tasha scares him. Oh, my gosh. This date. I didn't this really is... like this date. I think that this is a date that you give to someone who isn't going to win, but you really like. Yeah. And that's, I think that's, yeah. Because she knew he was fun. She knew he was going to be so much, and he was so much fun. He was so much fun, so much more fun than I anticipated. Like, I knew he was going to be hilarious, but like, that was, that was so funny. Yeah, that would no. It was it was definitely it was definitely a good date for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, they decided they're going to go uh, ghost hunting, and they read the story of William Morgan, and mm-hmm. him and his child and his wife's spirit haunt this place. Apparently, like I need to look this up. I didn't Google it that day. Did you? No, but I can Google it really quickly. I'm I'm looking it up too. Um, what was his name? William Morgan. William Morgan. Because I was like, one, I thought to myself, is this, if this is a real story, um, I feel like they might be making light of this tragedy. <laughs> right. Like, I was like, uh, wait, though, you just like told us who it was. And then you're like, yeah. And now like his wife and kid died. And then he died or like, did he commit suicide or something? And then it's like, their spirits haunt this place. And I was like, oh, man, poor William Morgan. No, <laughs> yeah, that was, I don't, I'm not seeing anything in terms of. I don't see anything either. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't think that this was real. 
Right. That's why I was like, hang on. And maybe it is real. It's just not there. I feel like we got duped. And that's okay. I mean, it wasn't. (laughs) This isn't a ghost hunting show. It's a reality show where they just make up stuff. That's true. That makes me feel better about them not making light of William Morgan's tragedy. Absolutely. Um, So they walk into (laughs) a supposedly haunted room. And there's a note and a baby doll on a chair. <laughs> there's always a baby doll on a chair. Yeah, oh yeah. Always. Or a shelf or something. Movie. The baby doll has to be somewhere. Right. Because they're scary. Children and baby dolls yeah. are always scary. Especially if they're somewhere they're not supposed to be. Uh-huh. Always. Uh, a child so- popping up in a cornfield? Not cool. No. No. <laughs> they, uh, they go and they're reading the note. And as they're reading the note, the baby doll in the chair moves, and the baby doll makes a sound, and they scream <laughs> and run out. That's so <laughs> funny to me. And then they go to the tennis courts, and they continue to explore and end up in the library, and there's, like, breathing sounds and, mm-hmm. like, things falling off the shelf. Yes. Yes. Like and it's basically, and like, a quick... Yeah. This date part, like, this whole entire date was, like, so quick. Yeah. They did this in, like, a segment and a half. Like, they they, they got things going with this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, which, I mean, props to them for coming up with a date like this on the premises. Yeah, for sure. I was, I did think, think that that was pretty freaking awesome. And I love how easy it was, like, um, all things aside, Tasha, this is a cute-ass date. Yeah, I thought that was funny, too. <laughs> And they're doing that as they're both right, leaving, as they're leaving the actual scary part, and then they are presumably safe. Yes, yes. But he he was such a delight. Like I feel like he would be so fun to go to a haunted house with, or so fun to just do anything with, even if like if you're friends or you're dating him. Like he's no, got for sure. such a quality freaking personality. Yeah, uh, and he's cute. They they leave and they go get ready. I wonder what time this date started. I was wondering because it was like it's nighttime, right? It or was, like was it early August. morning? Like what? This was in yeah. like August, so the, start, the day didn't even start till like nine. Right. Yeah. And then they had to do the dinner yeah. portion. Because I was like, dang, okay. So let's think about it. Even if they let's just be generous and say eight. Mm-hmm. Eight o'clock, two hours for the date. Yeah. Probably. Then an hour to go get ready. You're at best starting the dinner portion at eleven. Oof. I would be hard. Be I don't so, care I what date I'm that. on. I get tired at like nine now. <laughs> no, same, man. I mean, I have a kid. I don't know what your excuse is for going to bed at nine. Nothing. Just old now. <laughs> <laughs> You're just old now. Uh, so they get back together for the dinner portion. He tells us that he's going to say that he's falling in love with her. Uh-huh. What did you think when he told us that? I was concerned because not very often does it go well for the person who says I love you on their first one-on-one. One-on-one? Right. This isn't like hometowns. This is like their first one-on-one. Because has Ben even told her that? What? Did Ben even tell her that? No. That he's falling in love with her? No, Zach hasn't. This is the first person to say I'm falling in love with you. Oh, man. Yeah. That's too soon. And I I love that they cut back to the house and the guys are talking about how they have a really great connection. 
He always makes her laugh. You know, um, it's, you know, he's going to come back with a rose. And like, that's where like, I got oh, concerned. Yeah. When the oh. guys are like, the things are going really well. He is definitely getting a rose. Just like, he is definitely not getting a rose. Exactly. Because I, yeah, the, the fact that those guys were so confident, though, none of them were saying anything bad. None of them were wishing him ill will. No. You know, usually sometimes they're like, you know, I kind of hope that he doesn't come back, though, selfishly. You know, none of them were saying this. They were no. all like, Easy's a contender. You know, they've got a connection. Yeah, he's going to come back with a rose. Yeah. And yeah, so that goes to show you it's a testament to who he is too. Mm-hmm. No, for sure, agreed. Uh, she so they they sit down for dinner. Uh, obviously, she looks great. She always looks great, but this was a particularly mm-hmm. good dress, I think. And they start talking, and she says, "Hey, I'm falling in love with you," and she goes, "I." I've always asked you guys to be vulnerable and honest with me, and you deserve so much as a good man. I'm just like, okay, here we go. This is the breakup uh-huh. speech. As soon as, as someone says you're a good man or a good a good woman, oh yeah. And uh, she says she can't give him the rose, and said that she's not where he is and not sure she can get there. But she said he's amazing and apologizes and asks if she can walk him out. That okay. I love our dear Tasha. I love dear Tasha. But I feel like there could have been more, a bit more talk. Maybe there was and it was edited out. I don't know. Probably. They probably realized that they were running out of time in this episode and they had to. I guess because I, I, it just felt like he was like, hey, I'm falling in love with you. And she was like, hey, I'm not. Can I walk you out? (laughs) And who knows how long. It felt like it was just like, yeah, somebody just poured their heart out to you. And you knew by the look on her face, though. Like I said, I tried to read date mm-hmm. Tasha's face. Yeah. Or um, Tasha's date face. And she was like, he told her he was falling in love with her. And she was kind of serious. She didn't even, like, smile no. very much. It was like, oh. It was almost like a nervous serious. Yeah. Yeah. And I know the only other bachelorette that I can think of that their date face always told you something was going to go down and it was going to be wrong was um, Andy Dorfman. Never <laughs> once, every time she was going to tell somebody, I'm so sorry, it's not you. Like her face, she would do this thing with her mouth, which I remember my mom pointed out. She'd be like, Andy's making that face. He's going home. And I'd be like, wait, what? And then before you knew it, that's how we knew Chris Souls was not the guy because of the look that she had on her face. Well, they were outside talking. <laughs> he totally was falling in love with her. And she was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And sure enough, that was it. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, I think Tasha, Tasha kind of tells us, like, with that, that was the first time that I was like, oh, this is a different day face. She's serious. He's going home. Yeah. And the look on his face, though. When, he, like, when she said, I can't give you this rose. And then as they're walking out, he's like, "Are you, is this real? And she said, yeah. Felt- and she was like, are you sh-? He said, are you sure? And she said, yes. Like, that that broke my heart. That was that was rough. Because he really did look like the wind got knocked out of him. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, and he, like you said, we had a really great date. And then all of a sudden, it was like, goodbye. But every other date, 
Every other one-on-one date, and even the group dates, have been very vulnerable and open. Mm-hmm. And this was not. So you had to be able to tell something when the fact that she wasn't. You guys were just having a good time. Yeah, that's what was so confusing though to me is there was no room to like even. I mean, when you know, you know, and she knew. I think she was going to let him go, and they mm-hmm. said, "Can we get a good clip out of him? Can we have a good yeah. date because this episode has been really heavy." So can we have a good couple of segments with him before you let him go? And she said, sure, because he's a good guy. And he is, like she said, he's a good guy, and he's a lot of fun. And yeah. I think that there was just, she wanted, and then like she said, she didn't want to do this in a group date. And she didn't want to do this at a rose ceremony where he would have to, she wouldn't be able to tell him how, what she actually thought about him. Mm-hmm. In terms of yeah. how much fun he was and how great he was and how awesome and respectful. And she wasn't going to mm-hmm. get that time in a rose ceremony like she would on a one-on-one. That's really thoughtful of her. That yeah. is very thoughtful of her. Um, but, oh my gosh, though, the look on his face. Yeah, as he got in the and car and drove away. Yeah. And then it was the same look the guys had on their face when the door opened and they grabbed his bag. Yeah, yeah. Like, they did not see that coming. Okay, Nobody question. Saw question. When mm-hmm. Zach did his his one on one, do you think JoJo was like, "No, don't worry about that bag, buddy. Just you can leave your stuff unpacked." <laughs> like, yeah. Like you leave the bag out, but like make leave it empty. Like no reason to put your stuff away now. Right. Easy. Like, you you should put your good. stuff away. You should put your <laughs> stuff away. But Zach, just leave it empty. Just make it look like we're trying. Right. Right. No. No, he was definitely he was definitely coming back. <laughs> It it's like, like not even his suitcase by the door. It's just like another suitcase. They're like, just grab a suitcase. Anybody's suitcase will do. It's fine. So just like, now, Zach, remember to pack your bags. Right. Wink, wink. And yeah, leave it's it, Chris wink, Harrison's wink, suitcase, like his, for by his the trip. Door. Right. It's Chris Harrison's suitcase. Like, he's, he's just like, here, just use mine as a prop real quick. It's, it's fine. You're not leaving. You're good. Great. You didn't go anywhere, buddy. And he's just like, should I pack my bag? And she goes, yeah. You should you, you should pack yeah, your bag. Just in case. We're not a hundred percent sure you're staying, so you should you should definitely pack your stuff up. Oh man, uh, shipping from the key is expensive. Yeah, R.I.P. to Easy's time, man. If we could do like a black and white montage of all the greatest hits of the times that he made us laugh, which is yeah. almost every time he was on the screen. It's true. He's so funny. He's so yeah. easygoing. Uh, so He'll be yeah. on the island. He'll be on the island. Yeah. He's got to be. Yeah. The guys are. Not to be. The guys are upset about him leaving because I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. they probably felt about him the same way they did about Jason when he left, where it was like kind of an emotional rock of uh, the group. Yeah. And a really good time, and it was just unfortunate to see him leave. Easy. That was Easy's roommate, wasn't it before? Yeah. So that room is now yeah. empty, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sad times, but we uh, we move on to the next day. Jojo comes in and lets the guys know that things had changed and the group date, the uh, rose ceremony and cocktail party had been pushed a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're once again like, oh my gosh, here we go. <laughs> right. They're like, well, <laughs> these poor guys. We actually have to get rid of somebody really quick. So, <laughs> Bennett and Noah, uh, you're going to go get ready now and go sit in an empty room and argue for a few minutes before Tasha walks in. Oh my gosh, I can't even handle what went down with this. This is this, this was the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back for me. 
with Bennett. I cannot. If he stays here, if he stays here any longer, I will be incredibly disappointed in Tasha. The way she handled this, because what the gift that we were about to talk about, wholly unacceptable. Um. Yeah. I like when he. Oh, who was it? Was it Ed that said that? Bennett, no matter what, if Bennett gets sent home, he's going to go down guns a-blazing. He basically said he's going to say mean things. It's going to be offensive, and it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be hilarious. I love, I love that Ed is like the unofficial commentator of the episodes. Like anything that's happening now, they're just like, well, now that Easy's gone, someone has to. There's no (laughs) Joe, no Easy. Someone's got to do it. Right, and so I love, I just love also that Ed is still around. Why? This is the only. I think that's gotta be the only reason he's still around, right? Because he's not. Be. He's not gonna end up. With, much like Noah, he uh-huh. has zero percent chance to end up with Tasha. Sorry that someone has to let you know. Right. But your four, like, your four, the size of your forehead alone excludes <laughs> you from being with Tasha. <laughs> Tasha's oh, genetics are Tasha's genetics are too perfect to allow someone with that giant of a forehead. That's terrible. Ed, come on our show anytime. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to talk to Ed. <laughs> Ed seems super boring. I don't want to talk to Ed. But I love that he's like, yeah, it's gonna be hilarious. But he's gonna go down, you know, in a in a, in a blaze, basically. Yeah. Um, and he is correct. That is who Ben it is, and it is. Uh, I'm learning. Uh, yeah, when he was packing that gift box, though. I was like, oh my gosh, are you going to walk in here and be like, oh, this is another gift for you, Tasha, for a chateau or something like that. <laughs> I chateau. did not. <laughs> I did not see the plot twist of it being for young Noah. And then the nerve of the contents of the gift. Yeah. So let's, let's get into it. So Noah and uh, Bennett arrive to the uh, the lobby of whatever area of La Quinta they're in. Mm-hmm. For their for their two one for their impromptu two one whatever one. area it is I don't know who knows where they're at anymore they're just whatever uh, they sit down and uh, Bennett tells Noah that he has a gift for him and the first gift was okay the second gift was snippy and the third gift was downright rude the first gift <gasps> like was that? a bandana oh my gosh, yeah. because they talked about their cowboy days. I'm just like, Bennett, do you mean like you played Cowboys and Indians as like a child or something? Because you, you were not a cowboy. That's what I was wondering. I was like, what what cowboy days for you? Like, but okay. Like, I would be interested to know more about his cowboy days, though. Mm-hmm. If he does end up in paradise. I would like to know more about his cowboy days. Yes. But he, uh, they, apparently they bonded over their cowboy days. And it's red because he hopes that there's no red blood. There's no bad blood between them. Which, of course, there was. You've insulted his intelligence and his age and his maturity at every turn. Yes. There's there clearly, there's clearly bad and blood. undoubtedly bad blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, he gives him socks with mustaches and says that the only place that you should wear mustaches is on your socks. Which like, normally uh, is rude, but also he looks so much better without the mustache. It's freaky and he should not wear that anymore. He should never have arrived with that mustache. I looked, don't know. I maybe he was like, I'm gonna stand out with this, which he certainly did, but he looked he looked goofy with the mustache, but he looks good without it. 
Yeah, he looks fine. He looks fine without it. I don't get the point of the mustache, but whatever. I love how Bennett was like, your gift was I was wearing <laughs> during that last date, but they've been washed and pressed. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then he uh, he gives he gives the book. And the book is a book on emotional intelligence. And he shares that there are four areas of emotionally, emotional intelligence, and he believes that Noah is deficient in three of them. The only thing he's good at, apparently, is self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, that gift was the most condescending thing it was a, it I have was ever ridiculous. seen. Like, when he said that this is a gift of friendship, you know, um, a gentleman's gift, and then proceeded to, his gift, like, basically descended into something I have never seen (laughs) on the show. Yeah, it was. That was fundamentally insulting. I don't even like Noah. And I was like, bro, you don't have to listen to this, though. Yeah. Like, and, and for like uh, for you Bennett know, to say that he doesn't he didn't know that there was any beef and he even said to us as the viewers that he said I didn't know that there was any beef between us and if I had I would have done my best to squash it early on what <laughs> like that's what I was like wait are you you're gaslighting all of us that's what that is Bennett's actually gaslighting he's trying to gaslight us us into thinking that there was nothing wrong with what he did and that nothing has been going on. He's trying to gaslight Noah. That's what it is. That's the proper term. Yeah. I just feel like I just snapped out. You guys are hearing it here first. I feel like I've snapped out of a sort of Bennett trance just now because I don't like to be gaslit. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Welcome to the place that the rest of us have been. The show. We, we've been here for a week. Listen, it took me a bit, but he's trying to convince all of us that we're crazy and thinking that he's being rude. Mm-hmm. And that gift was the ultimate gaslight. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But uh, they don't really have time, much time to discuss the book and emotional intelligence before Tasha joins them. And she's like, so what's going on? And then Noah's like, Bennett's uh, like, I don't understand what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. And then Noah said, gives him all the things that he's done, all the things he said. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, so is this just petty high school boy drama? I'm like, no, I mean, a little bit, but also like, this is bullying at its, it, at its basis, yeah. it's bullying. Yeah. Bullying him. And then he shared, he shared that he said that there's 0% chance he will end up with Tasha, And he shared that he... It was like arguing with him was like arguing with a 14 year old mm-hmm. because of their age difference yes but it doesn't come off like the age difference it comes off like he's calling noah a child right which that's what i thought yeah. that's what i thought he was saying he was like arguing with a 14 year old i didn't know that he was actively doing math <laughs> right. and saying like oh no this is what i meant like ugh. but then uh tasha says that what you're doing by saying that he has zero chance with her, so he's questioning her integrity. And he says, I don't I don't believe that I am. But I think that would have continued on if she hadn't mm-hmm. noticed the gift. 
that was prop, the that was moment. properly that properly put away uh-huh before she walked in yeah the moment that she noticed that gift and she very very um profoundly asked and also maybe knowingly unknowingly question or um quoted the movie seven what's in the saying, box what's in the box <laughs> what's in the box what's in the box <laughs> to be continued and that's how we uh, end tonight's episode and how we'll end, start next episode is him her opening the box realizing that he is a condescending a-hole and sending him home and probably sending Noah home at the group date I mean, at the rose ceremony because <laughs> she's done with him too I really do yeah I, I do think that it is going to be like a bit of a um, oh my gosh what's her name I follow her Tammy and McKenna girls? Tammy and McKenna yes where, I think it'd be a bit where of Tammy, Tammy gets again. sent home at the uh, two, the impromptu two on one, but then Peter went ahead and sent McKenna home like ten minutes later. McKenna gets ten minutes, and then that's <laughs> it. <laughs> there was no point, and like she said, you should just send me home. Right. But I I do think that both of them are going home. I would. Yeah. There's no way I would keep either one of them. No, there's not a reason to. And what's funny is I think at the top of this episode I would have said I would have kept Ben in for another week. But now, at the bottom of this episode, having snapped out of my trance, I mean, I technically, we home. are keeping him for another week. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Technically, we're keeping him. But, yeah, I would say bye. Uh, bye to Bennett. Is your power ranking even at all different from last week? Um, No. I think it's the same. Was I your still Zach, think... Was your Zach, Ben, Brendan, Ivan? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think yeah, Zach, Ben, Brennan, Ivan. Brennan is a weird place on my board. I need to figure out where to move him because I don't know if it's second or third. It could be second or third. I I, want, I might move him to first. I, I want him to be first. 100% I want That's, him to be first. Yeah. I was like, maybe, maybe he could be first. Because Zach is cool. I think he's no lower than second. I think it's Zach no. or Brendan up top, and then Ben, and then Ben, and then uh, Ivan. Ivan, yeah. Ivan's, I'm I'm leaning towards agreeing with you. I really think Brendan should be first. I think it's Brendan, and then Zach, and then what's interesting is what will happen next week. Did you see the preview? I did, and I think that might be having an effect on my I my think ranking so too. It's too, having an effect on my yeah. Yeah, so something else is revealed about Zach. So and, we'll have uh, to tune in next week to see the full context of that revelation when they're clearly doing uh, lie detector tests. I can't wait. I can't wait. So that's I'm, gonna be, I'm loving Tasha's season so much. That's gonna. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Tasha said on her podcast, Clickbait, with uh, grocery, grocery Store Joe, that there are still six more episodes of her season, Yay! which means we either double up for a few weeks or we extend it. it we've got to double up because we can't be, I don't know. but we can't be doing two different seats. We can't be doing the first episode of Matt's season mm-hmm. and what are the amounts of fantasy suites with Tasha in the same week? I think we can. Why not? Okay, as a podcaster, that's I can't do that. 
That's true. I would rather do four hours. Oh, wait, you know what? You're right. That is going to wreak havoc on our lives. Never mind. I hope they're doubling up. <laughs> I would rather do four hours and one night than recap oh, a fantasy suite and an opening episode in the same night. Because that basically becomes two episodes. I didn't I didn't think about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you have to think about but, it from but our But that's my thought is they might they might do Monday Matt and Tasha Tuesdays. I just don't think they can do that. They understand the importance of the Bachelor Nation podcasting situation and the importance yeah. that that plays on the show's place in the world. Like what are if that is the case, what is Rachel and Becca supposed to do? That's true. Are they supposed to somehow yeah. recap and do things for two different seasons in the same episode? I did not think about that. Hmm. So I think we'll I would, see, but yeah, she's got six more episodes. I would think that three of the next four weeks will be will be doubled up. Maybe. Yikes. I guess we'll be waiting for an announcement soon. And we'll share that with you guys as soon as we know more information. Absolutely. So uh you can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. And you can also yeah, TikTok, right? I the TikTok's falling off. <laughs> not gonna lie. I don't <laughs> they're they're not good and I don't enjoy doing them. <laughs> then no, then we're shutting it down. I, we're shutting it down. Maybe, no more TikTok. Maybe I'll get the motivation back for Matt season. We'll get into it. We'll see. <laughs> R.I.P. to her time on TikTok. Not even hours. Brandon's time on TikTok. I did not touch maybe, it. <laughs> maybe I'll get uh, my sister or my sister's friends to teach me how to properly use TikTok in, in terms of recording videos so that yeah. they're not just downright terrible because at the moment they're <laughs> terrible. And oh, I don't want to I don't want to continue to put out in well below par content, which is what it is so far. <laughs> but... Hey, I want to I promote something else really quick. Yeah. If you are a fan of listening to my voice, then you can also tune in to another one of our podcasts here, and that's Idiots of the Square Table, where me <gasps> and my brother and our longtime friend Ryan and my newer friend Sean talk about nonsense for an hour and a half. So I just uploaded the podcast, the second episode of that. It's our second episode in a year and a half. So you're going to want to listen to that. That's really good. Two two episodes in a year and a half. Well, listen to that. Yeah. So that is. Look at that. You guys are back after a year. <laughs> that was a, uh, it's podcast. That one is. Stop it. Here we go. That's Idiots at the Square Table. Yesterday's episode was called uh, Mennonites Make Good Donuts. So we, uh, we talked about donuts. And my brother told me that apparently Mennonites make good donuts. At least the Mennonites where his fiance's family lives. It would have been great if the episode had nothing to do with Mennonites or donuts and you just made that the title. That would have been great, but I did not consider that. Uh, but we talked <laughs> <laughs> We talked about something that I very much enjoy on the side of Bachelor, which is uh, video games. And we talk about Call of Duty and Warzone. And then we discuss donuts and the best fries, the best fast food fries. Ernie, what are your favorite fast food fries? Okay. I recently had Freddy's for the very first time. Those fries, like, listen, they awoke my fry life. 
Like I am revitalized. I, There's I some sort of like I don't spice like shoestring it? fries. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. They're here. Are you you're sitting down? So this is a game changer. They're chili okay. cheese fries. Oh. Really? That's where it hits. Is the chili cheese okay. fries. I'll try that. I'll try that. Because I'm just now getting, like, I'm just now, as of last week, eating Freddy's for the first time. And I had jalapeno sauce, fry sauce. Now, my brother's fiance, that's her favorite restaurant. Mm -hmm. So I I texted them when I went. I was like, okay, what do I get? And -hmm. my brother said, definitely get the chili cheese fries. Mm. Okay. It is amazing. they, They hit different. Dude. Okay. All right. And and for your information, the correct answer that one of the best fast food fries is Rallies. Uh, okay, yeah, but Rallies. Okay. That would require you to wait in a forty minute line that Rallies has every time you go to Rallies. I don't want to like um, take away from any sort of future sponsorship that we might have on this show, but I was one time wronged with a wrong meal at a Rallies, and I have not been back since. <laughs> That happens to me at McDonald's regularly, and I continue to go. <laughs> My only but, problem yeah. with rallies is that it's the 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 rallies by us is like f- forty minutes in line on average. I think, dude. Yeah, that rallies is That's, super inefficient. But I have not. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I say like that. I agree with you. I don't know. I haven't been by two rallies in like four years. So. <laughs> well, their 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 fries are the best fast food fries. So you should, even if you just go for the fries, make sure you go for those. But you can listen to our, my thoughts on fries and Call of Duty Warzone on Idiots of the Square Table on our second episode, Midnight's Make Good Donuts. Hey, there you go. And you can listen to us podcasting for the right reasons again next week. Absolutely. As we continue <laughs> we'll to, be back on a regular as, day. As on we a continue to uh, discuss Tasha's season and then we get into Matt's season and whoever will be the next bachelorette and then paradise because by then we will have vaccines and people continue to gather without having to be in a bubble fingers crossed fingers Fingers crossed crossed. (laughs) bye everybody bye guys